We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan of Garbage, where we're doing two Ninja Turtles movies, which came out not that long ago. Mm, within recent memory, mm-hmm. if you can imagine such a thing. I know all our memories have been destroyed by the last few years. Sure, 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 yeah. So maybe these might, these come out a decade ago? Well, this was 2016. The year of Batman v Superman. Oh! Yeah, that's right. Well, if anything's going to obliterate your memory, it's that, <laughs> isn't it? What else was there in the year 2016? Great point. Hypercolour t-shirts, slapper bands. Rogue One. Rogue One. All of those things. Yeah. Uh, leave a like if you could, because we are talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, which I believe mm-hmm. would have been my favourite movie if I was eight years old. And at the time you were... I don't know, 48? <laughs> yeah, okay. So less, yeah. less enthused about this one. Look, it's got a turtle van that shoots manhole covers mm-hmm. and it swings nunchucks yes. for like, you know, 14 seconds. Bebop and Rocksteady yeah. are in it. Mm-hmm. Krangers in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big weird hollow Technodrome is in it. Yeah. Where's all the rooms in the Technodrome, Mason? Well, like you get tenants and they fill in the rooms themselves. <laughs> okay. <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> they set up those like Japanese apartment walls, like the thin ones. They put those in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you set it up how you like. That's a great point. You know? Yeah. Don't put anything on the walls though. No, 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 no. Not allowed to put up any any posters or paintings or anything. I think it's definitely a better movie than the last one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with this one. I still don't think it's great. I don't think the nostalgia elements of it are enough for me. But there are some things in this that go beyond that. Like they build a relationship. With the turtles, and there's conflict between them. And, oh, yes. and they have, like... The basic tenets of storytelling. Yeah. They manage to sneak them in. They have feelings, and they want things. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're less annoying. They are less annoying. They've been growing up? A little bit of growing yeah. up? Yeah, it's mm. a year after the last. Oh, they've had a year of growing up. That's right, yeah. Beautiful. I feel like, though, I know the reason why they're all fighting. I don't think it's about wanting to be human or wanting to be accepted or, you know, they're not working together as a team because they're all so different. Mm. I think it's because they're hungry all the time because they ordered a pizza in this to watch the basketball. Mm -hmm. One pizza between four giant freaks. Just four enormous (laughs) furnaces. (laughs) Just four giant calorie furnaces. Yeah, one pizza, absolutely. And and Mikey dropped one of his on the floor or whatever. You know? He screwed up the big basketball game. That's right. That presumably real famous basketball basketball player slipped over and he was like, oh, I fell on my bottom. That's right. Mm. God, embarrassing. But uh, you're right. They're, I mean, the, the central conflict isn't really we don't work together as a team because this movie is just a series of scenes where they do work together as a team and then they slip up right at the end and then Leonardo's like, we don't even work together as a team. Yeah. We're better being a team. We didn't fall out of that plane to catch on to the other plane and then fight a tank in a river well enough. Yeah, well, that's hard. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Not a lot yeah. of people could do that. Yeah, that's actually... You know, the fact that you got 98% of the way there is actually pretty impressive, you know? Uh, He's up, Leonardo, is what I'm saying. I agree. Mm. How do you feel about Shredder in this, bearing in mind that he immediately grew a head of hair and a beard? And also, I don't know whether the fight at the end of the last movie, did that heal him? Because he's got less scars after he fell out of that fucking building Uh than he did before he fell out of the building. That's a great point. Can we blame Mutagen? 
Yeah, we can blame mutagen. I think so, yeah. He probably fell in a face full of mutagen. <laughs> he probably did. There's probably so much mutagen in the New York wastewater. You can just dunk your face and it's, you know, you it's like spending an afternoon at Sephora. It might just be. Mm. I think they've also gone way too far the other way with Do you Shredder. think they did a Sephora commercial? Ninja Turtles collaboration. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Are those the crystal, um, like, uh, jewellery things? Yeah, man. Or am I thinking of Swarovski diamonds? You stuff? are thinking of that, yes. <laughs> It's not diamond, it's glass? Crystal? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Regardless of what you just said then, you are correct, <laughs> yes. I feel like though with Shredder, they over-designed him in the last movie mm. and he's too big and weird and covered in spikes. And so now they've under-designed him? Yeah, he's in like a leather motorcycle suit and a helmet. Mm. He doesn't even really fight anybody in this. There's not even a, a hint of purple to the suit, you know what I mean? Disappointing. Which is interesting because there, there are so many nods to the classic 1980s cartoon you know, and oh yeah, name one other than the several we've already talked about. Vern, yeah, Vern. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a good one. Vern the Falcon, mm. but yeah, but they didn't go. You know, give give him a purple suit. I agree. Yeah, I like that actor. Yeah, I think like that's a good use of the shredder, and I also appreciate that the Foot Clan here aren't just guys with guns. They're Snake Eyes guys. Oh yes, like that's a bunch right. of Snake Eyes. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Here's a question, though. Are they any better at fighting in this one than the last one? Well, there's those two that break out of the police district and they give them a bit of a runabout. That's true, yeah. But against the Ninja Turtles, probably not. No, that's true. They'd be killed. And there's that guy that just, Vern, just slams into a shipping container. His <laughs> head falls off or whatever. Yeah. That's so a... they're not great. No. I don't know where he's recruiting these guys. No. Well, they're teenagers. Yeah, I guess. And they're probably also learning ninjutsu from the same book that Splinter learned ninjutsu <laughs> from. And they don't have his dedication, so. No, quite frankly. You're right, yeah. So here's another addition, Mason, from the original stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baxter Stockman, mm-hmm. as played by Tyler Perry. Now, I never knew this, uh-huh. but this movie actually tells us the difference between a nerd and a geek. Oh, I see. So, like... It's <laughs> you've got you've got to look like you've written it down and you're going to tell us what it is. <laughs> Maybe I have. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've just memorised this movie I barely remember. Uh, so, it's the difference between Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or TED Talks and Comic Con. I fucking hate that. Just that... Oh, just like we get geek culture. We know nerds. We understand there's differences. Also, isn't a geek like a bearded lady in a circus or whatever? Isn't that the, the, the origin of the term geek? Is it? I think so. Like, just like, just weird freaks in a circus, you know what I mean? Okay. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they're right, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I hate that kind of stuff. But, you know, Baxter Stockman is a, is a good inclusion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry just, just doing a weird performance. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you know, laugh. you know he's there because he he wants to be there because he probably made so much money off like his Medea oh. character that he like he's just doing weird stuff because he, you know, Tyler Perry might be a billionaire. He might be a it's, billionaire. It's very possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you a great addition. I love Bebop and Rocksteady in this. They have a great supportive friendship. Yep. And and it's hashtag friend goals as far as I'm concerned. I completely agree. They mm. nail those characters. Uh-huh. Completely, and they also make them formidable. Yes. Because in the original cartoon and in other versions you know not as much one time they caved in donatello's head with like a sledgehammer that happened or whatever 
But their strength kind of gets <laughs> them through in, in battles. Yeah, in this, yeah, yeah. You know, they can be stupid, but they love each other and they're having a good time. That's true. That's yeah. lovely. When they are mixed up in that, you know, that whole skydiving from a plane to another plane and then the plane crashes and then they're falling in a river or whatever. Yeah. While the turtles, they're like, well, we didn't do, do enough teamwork. They're like, bro, we nailed this. Yeah. We nailed falling out of a plane. <laughs> we nailed falling off, a, off the side of a waterfall or whatever. This is great. I completely agree. What a time we've had. What a time we've had. But an addition I don't think they nailed here was Casey Jones. Oh, yes. It's just Stephen Amell. Sure is. And I like Stephen Amell. Uh-huh. I think he's terrific. He's a great arrow. He's a great another thing that he's in. Um, CW Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. <laughs> yes, he is. Where he's the spectre. Yeah, that's a great example. Mm, I think I, so. I feel like here he's too clean uh-huh. and he's also too old. So I feel like you either got to go older and grubbier. Oh, yeah. Like Elias Cotius from the original movie. Mm-hmm. Or you go like like a teen. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a, a cop who's like, I'm going to be a detective. Mm. I want to be a detective. Dude, you're 38. Oh, like, you think you that's could, too late? You could be a detective. Wow. You, you're saying George Clooney got his first hit at like about the same age and you're saying this guy couldn't become a detective at 38? No, no. I'm saying that like that's a very realistic goal uh-huh. and you don't have to sook about it. Oh, yeah, that's just, right. Like he's talking about it like one day when I'm big. It's like you are big. You're a yeah. man. You're a big man. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen yourself do those, those chin-ups? <laughs> In our own, you see, so you can do, hardly anybody can do that. What I loved about this character is he's there when Shredder is broken out of prison, out of the prison motorcade yeah. by the Foot Clan, mm-hmm. and then he's being interviewed by the police superintendent played by Laura Linney, and she's like, okay, so you were saying there were ninjas on motorcycles? And he's like, yep. She's like, okay, go on. And he's like, and then there was a garbage truck? And she's like, oh, excuse me? A garbage truck <laughs> in New York City yeah. was somehow there at the time. You're right. He wasn't even like, and it had nunchucks. And there were big mutant turtles in it. He yeah. just says there was a garbage truck. She's like, I think we're going to put your detective exam on hold, young man. Little boy. And what's crazy about that is, like, he gets taken off the payroll. Uh-huh. And she's like, you did a bad job. He was the only one there who did anything. Mm. Everybody else, like all the other, other... other men got blown up. Yeah. Are they taken off the payroll? I think their family shouldn't get pensions, Mason. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They didn't they weren't doing their job. The other guy in the car, yeah. in the van, did he die? What happened to him? That's a great question. And how many of the people in this movie, as like supporting actors or bystanders, are Ninja Turtles creators? Yeah, great. Kevin Eastman yeah. is in this for a second. I think he's the, pizza, he the pizza guy. guy? Yeah. He's the pizza guy. It's interesting that like I'm, whenever you see a normal looking man, yes. you're like, "That's an artist or I've a creator." I've we're Hollywood is too entrenched in every back, you know, every supporting character being played by like the most beautiful, a handsome person in the world with incredible abs. Yeah. Just seeing this movie where there's just some people with a bit of a paunch or a bald spot, <laughs> I'm like, that guy must be a comic book writer. <laughs> No human being in Hollywood would look like that. Who let this real world person in this movie? Yuck! We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer 
don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Anyway, Eastman's in this. I don't know if maybe Laird was in the last one. I don't know. You might be right. Or vice versa. Who knows? Yeah, it's not important. But uh, it's pretty cool at the end when he's fighting Bebop and Rocksteady and he improvs a set of rollerblades and a hockey stick. (laughs) That's right. But it's like, dude, you're Casey Jones. You should have this stuff. Right? Like, what is this? Traditionally, we'd have him on him. We'd have a big golf bag on his back. Mm. You know? But it's just a guy in a hoodie and a T-shirt and jeans. Mm. Like, this, come on. It is fascinating. That that was maybe one of my favourite parts where he just, he was just looking through some rubble and he just found just an L-shaped piece of metal that would work perfectly as a hockey stick. I think that was great. Right. My favourite part was where he duct taped some wheels from a chair, from a roller chair oh, on, that's the, what it was. on the bottom of his shoes. I thought he opened a box and there was just like a series of half roller blades in there. <laughs> We're going to transport these half roller blades. We're going to get them into the city and connect them with the other half of the roller blades. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, a big part of this, though, is getting pieces together because they're mm. collecting pieces of the teleportation device. Ah, yes. The plot. That's right. The plot is here, everybody. Everybody wave. There it is. Mason, you're not waving. Oh, hi, the plot. (laughs) You're not really relevant, but it's nice to see you. It's never relevant anymore. So one of the pieces is in a museum Mm -hmm. in a big alien rock. Yeah. With a big switch on the side. Yeah, yeah. That nobody has ever pressed. Nobody's thought to push the switch. Maybe it's, maybe it requires a certain finesse. Okay. They you know you know you know these museum creators they're all just smashing on a thing yeah. they're all just smashing on a button you're like settle down museum creators That's right you know give it a little you're too bombastic that's right give it a little soft touch like that oh it's opened <laughs> up now it's, there's a, 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 a scepter or something in there or whatever yeah just listen for the soft wet click that's right of this glowing rock mm. yeah I mean Crank's in this yeah and he's very Brad Garrett and he's very wet. Absolutely. Some real good wet CGI yeah, yeah. on this Traditionally, guy. Traditionally, when you think of Brad Garrett, you think of a very dry surface area, don't you? Mm. But, but they've, they've, they've moistened maybe not, him up. Maybe not the hair. 
Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah. no, you're right. They, yeah. They've moistened him right up, you know? It's the wettest he's ever to been. To the point of absurdity, I think. I feel like they had to make Krang massively oversized just in himself mm. because the turtles are so big. Yes. Because uh-huh. he's normally like the size of like an ice cream container. Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah. That's right, for, for taking him to school in, as, as part of show and tell. Yeah, brought a Krang. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Well, he's not cool, he's pretty rude, but he is from Dimension X. <laughs> you, brought, you brought him last week, boo. Bring something else, boo. Bring one of his rock generals, <laughs> General Thrag. But that's fun, I guess, you know. And yeah, I kind of, I guess I, I wish the, the, the robot suit he is in was like more fleshy for yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. You know. More like the... More like the cartoon. I wish that he had more interactions with Shredder because some of my favourite stuff in that original cartoon mm. is just them bumbling about. Yeah, I kind of liked their their dynamic in this. Yeah. That Shredder's being teleported away, he assumes, to safety, and then he's just on Krang's ship and Krang's like... <laughs> and Shredder's like... Oh, and Krang's like... I'm like, touching you. I'm going to lick you. <laughs> what do you think? You'll Ugh. be as wet as I am. Ugh, don't. Stop. Yeah. Ugh, no. And that could have been, that could have developed into something. That could have been the whole movie. Could have been the entire movie. <laughs> Let's get drive through. <laughs> you know, just them doing stuff, just having a day together. But um, yeah, and it could have developed into something, but then Shredder just gets frozen and yep. put in a trophy case or whatever. Yep, that's right. I guess with the assumption there'd be a Ninja Turtles 3 in this and they'd be back as a team, yeah, probably. You're right. And we will talk about that, Mason. Mm. Let's also talk about acceptance. Okay. You know? Because the turtles, they're they're trying to accept themselves and have everybody else accept them. Be more like Bebop and Rocksteady. Exactly. Be accepting. Be like, know? I'm fat and I'm gross. Yeah, yeah. And I love this. That's right. It's cool. Uh, so there's a moment where all the police pull their guns on them. They're like, mm. freeze. And the turtles like, oh, no. Mm. Have you forgotten your bulletproof? Just turn around. Yeah, you're bu- you're def- you don't have to turn around. Yeah, you might be bulletproof on the front as no, well. No, they are. Oh, they are. Okay, <laughs> they great. definitely are, yeah. All right. That's absolutely fine. But I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. There was a moment huh. when I felt a genuine emotion in this movie. Whoa. And that's never happened to me before, ever. Are you sure it wasn't a fart building up? Because <laughs> you'd been sitting for too long. <laughs> so there's a moment where they're like, oh, look at these monsters, look at these freaks. And you see Michelangelo and he's just really... Sad, mm. and I'm like, that's really impressive. And initially, you thought, oh, maybe he's got a fart building up, <laughs> but then you realised it was because he actually was sad. Yeah, that's right. Mm. He also may have had a fart building. Might up. have. You can have two. You can have two emotions at once. Yeah, but like the design of that and the eyes and just the look on his face. The texturing the of the turtles is way better in yes. this. The colouring's better as well. They yeah. brighten them up just just a little bit. There's less kibble. There's still probably too much kibble. They're still kibbling, mm. but yeah. And I think also you get more emotion out of them in this. And I realise what I don't like about Splinter in this. Okay. He's got black eyes. Oh. And it's just like, no. Mm. I can't read his emotions and he's a big rat. He's a big rat. So, like, I don't want to just get that away from me. Yeah. Weird, long, fleshy tail. See, I think they, they absolutely minimised it in this movie. I think they were like, people are not responding well to the big wet rat. So, <laughs> they want a big wet brain. He's not in it much, is he? The, no. the, the wet rat. But mm. yeah, man, I tell you what though, brave of this movie to have an ending where a portal opens in the sky above New York a mere four years after the Avengers did it. Absolutely, God. and it's blue, and it's blue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think also you you end it with the turtles up in a really high place above New York, fighting a bad guy in a mech suit. Mm. It's like I recall this because it happened in the previous movie. Yeah. Maybe it could have come up from the earth. 
The technodrome's often in the earth. Sometimes it's in the earth. It comes up and it goes, mm. I'm like, oh, i got a big eye on me. That's right. You know? He'd come up and, like, all the, you know, displace all the pizza places. And they'd be like, hey, trying to make a living here. <laughs> Forget yeah. about it. You know? Should we do some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the trivia shadows? Yes. Should we do it now? Oh, let's do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should yeah. we wave? At the trivia? Yeah. <laughs> Our trivia's here all the time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think you take trivia for granted, Mason. Oh, yes. It's not always going to be here. It's always going to be. One week I might forget. Okay. But not this week. No. So Alan Richson, who we talked about last week, mm. who voices and is the body and mocap of Raphael, and we got into how it was a very unhappy experience making the first movie. Mm-hmm. He had to come back and do this one because he was bound to the contract. I see. So that's good. So, again, paid very little. Mm-hmm. Awful conditions. Great. But at least he didn't have to do a third one. That's true. But yeah. I reckon he did a bang up job. He did. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't listen to those line readings and go, "This guy didn't want to be here." Yeah, I, I mean, completely he agree. He absolutely didn't. And how's about this, Pete Plozek, Uh He provided now the motion capture and voice for Leonardo after Johnny Knoxville wasn't asked to return for unknown reasons. I think he's a really good Leonardo in this. I agree. I think that voice suits the character mm-hmm. better. And I don't know whether it is the pairing of the mocap with the voice, but. This to me feels more like a like a leader Leonardo mm. than the previous one. They probably didn't ask Johnny Knoxville back because he he read the script and he's like, oh, so I get to jump out of a plane onto another plane and then the, I crash the plane and then I send it down the side of a waterfall. Let's go! <laughs> and, and they're like, no, Johnny, 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 please no, Jonathan, Jonathan Knox, Knoxville, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. Uh, the producer tried to get cameo roles from TMNT 1990 actors, including Elias Cotius, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who was of course a former Casey Jones. And Sam Rockwell as a Foot Clan member. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's one of the teens. A very young Sam Rockwell. Mm. However, both of them declined to appear. Sam Rockwell would be a good Baxter Stockman. Great. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's mm. too late. Yeah, they made it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about this? When Krang puts Shredder's frozen body in the lower levels of the Technodrome, on his left and right are frozen alien beings from the TMNT saga. Oh. We've got a Triceratops-like alien known as a Triceraton, and also... A neutrino on the other side. And you recognise some of those, maybe. I do recognise at least one of those. Do you recognise the idea that this studio wanted to make a third movie? Do you recognise that? I would be willing to recognise that (laughs) in a court of law, yes. Great, good, good. Which this is? Yes, These are all in a court. We record all these in a court of law. Correct. we got to get them right. Mm. By law. That's right. So all of the actors in these movies... The Turtles, Megan Fox, Will Arnett, all of that, mm-hmm. uh, they were signed on for three movies. Okay. And Tyler Perry even said in an interview that he would probably turn into a fly during that third movie. Nice. Presumably within the movie. Uh, okay, not just as a trick to entertain the cast and crew <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes. That's right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, it was just a fart. But the box office for this, on a budget of $135 million, which I think, you know, this gets a lot of bang for its buck, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. it came away with $245.6 million, okay. which is a massive decrease on the previous one. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that sounds like more, but when you factor in marketing costs, as yeah. we do, broke even, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. I don't, yeah, maybe. If Probably not, though. So producer Andrew Form, he spoke to Collider at the time and he said, we were obviously surprised at the box office results. In a bad way, though, Mason. Mm. We loved the movie. We loved making the movie. From our first Super Bowl teaser to everything we launched, we felt so good about our material, and for some reason it did not find the audience that the first movie found. And we talked about it at the time, and we tried to figure it out, but we cannot put our finger on what happened. We really can't. Was this just the wrong time? Look, it's not great also. It wasn't received super well. Mm. 
again, it's better than the first one. Uh-huh. Was this just an era where like Marvel and DC were dominating? Do you think that was could a have, factor? Could be. But I mean, it also just might be, you know, we have fond memories of the cartoon. Mm. And that and this has lot lots of nods to that. Yeah. But little kids don't. No. And that's the that would be the primary audience for this, right? They'd that's be true. like, oh, there's a big brain guy. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Oh, there's <laughs> a weird rat with black eyes. Yuck. I hated that last time and I was afraid. And I had nightmares. I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this this feels you know, I had fun with this one, but I feel like it a lot of it is nostalgia bait for people who aren't seeing these kind of movies anymore, really. Yeah. So You're not wrong. Mm. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? What? One of my favourite Ninja Turtles movies is the best one from 1990. Oh, yes. Did you know? Did you know listen to this. Okay. You might know this. I might. That me and you have done a movie commentary on top of that movie. That's right. And that is available at bigsandwich.co, where we've got dozens of movie commentaries up That's there. That's right. Plus... These videos go up there early every week, don't they, Mason? Yes, they do, and I love that. And here's a hint towards next week's episode, by the way. My God, it's the cancelled Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> we made it. We had it. We, we spent $200 million on it. And we were right to do it. That's right. And in addition to that, we've got video game Let's Plays. That's right. We played the Ninja Turtle Arcade on there. When I say on there, this is all at bigsandwich.co, which is like our private Patreon service where all the things mentioned it's, it's all paywalled, isn't it, Mason? Yeah, people love paywalls. You have to you have to pay some money. Some money, but it's not a lot of money. It's nine bucks a month. You can just pay the one. You can and pay then once and just download everything and download just, everything and just just bounce. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Like an absolute legend. <laughs> an absolute legend who's given us nine bucks of their money. I can't get it back. <laughs> or maybe you're interested in our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we're talking movies and comics and TV shows. It's got its own YouTube channel, Spotify. Uh, it's everywhere as well. TikTok? You know? so it's, got, it's on TikTok, yes. We're on TikTok there's somehow. A, well, there's a Weekly Planet Clips channel. We're people who remember the original Ninja Turtles cartoon and we're also on TikTok. That's can right. Can you imagine? What an era. I don't run it, but I can imagine mm, it, Mason. That's right. All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. I thought I had a, I had a thought about another thought about Casey Jones. How much of a... We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Temple U. University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. He needs long hair? No. I'll think of it. We'll, we can add it later. We'll add it. We'll add it later. Tell me just as I'm about to put this out. Okay, great. And I'll, I'll quickly right. put it in.